0: Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. Today our church around the world celebrates the great feast of the Epiphany. Now this story of the Magi, we see everything we need to know about the spiritual life. In fact, you could say it's the blueprint to the spiritual life. If we follow all of the instructions of this story, essentially it will always be in a right relationship with God. In fact, the early church fathers saw the journey of the Magi to Christ. It's our own spiritual journey as we seek Christ in our life. Notice how it begins. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem. For centuries, people have speculated, who are these magi? Are they three kings? Are they three wise men? Are they three astrologers? Well, Matthew here gives us two clues. He tells us that they're from the east, and they're stargazers. Now, according to historical accounts, there was a very well-developed culture in Babylon, which is present-day Iraq, and they practiced astrology. Not only did they study the stars, but they charted them. But, what are the Magi really doing? They're looking for God's presence in the world through the positioning of stars. Here's the first lesson that we can take from the story that we can apply in our own spiritual journey. We must always be seeking God and be attentive to his presence in our life. Now, for some people, the spiritual journey never gets off the ground. That's because they're not attentive to the spiritual life. They're more attentive to other things in this world. They're preoccupied maybe with their career, their pleasure, maybe money, materialism, honor, power, or the anxieties of life. Now, the magi, every night, they went out and they were seeking, analyzing, looking, and studying these stars. Well, so too must we. Each and every day, we must be analyzing and looking for the presence of God in our life. Next in the story, the Magi, they saw the star, and they interpreted that it meant that God was now present in this world. And so they set out, and they acted upon it immediately. Well, we have to realize, travel in the ancient world wasn't easy. In fact, it was very dangerous. The roads were mere trails, They weren't marked out like our roads are. There were no AAA trip ticks or GPS, so it was very easy to get lost. Now, you were exposed to the elements. You had to camp outside, so you were exposed to the wind and the rain and the cold weather. Worse yet, there were robbers and kidnappers and murderers along these roads, as well as wild animals. So, travel in the ancient world was very hazardous, dangerous. But the Magi were willing to take the risk. They were willing to go. Here's another spiritual lesson that we can take from this story and apply in our own spiritual journey. When we see the presence of God, we have to act upon it, despite the difficulty. Muster the courage to act upon it. One of the great spiritual dangers is when a person sees the presence of God and they put it off. They don't act upon it. Next in the story, the Magi, they get to Jerusalem and they seek Herod's help. And Herod tells them, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. Now Herod's intentions are nothing but the worst. Herod, you could say, is using the Magi as a makeshift spies, helping to locate Jesus so that Herod could then destroy him. Here's another spiritual lesson that we can take from this story to apply in our lives. When we have found the presence of God and acted upon it, expect opposition. Just look at the lives of the saints. The saints didn't always have easy lives. Some of them had very hard lives. Another great example, J.R.R. Tolkien and his trilogy, The Lord of the Rings. Tolkien was a very devout Catholic and his Lord of the Rings story was a story about a little band of good people that set out to do something good, and yet they fight challenge after challenge along the way until they reach their destination. Well, when we walk the spiritual path that leads to God, we should expect obstacles and challenges. Now, notice how cold and calculated Harold is. He's very subtle. Herod clearly manipulates the magi for his own gain. And so, too, we have to be on our guard in the spiritual life. Remember the story in which Jesus sent out the apostles for the first time on their mission to evangelize. Remember his words of wisdom, his advice he gave them before they went out. He said, be as innocent as doves, but be as cunning as serpents. Well, if we're just innocent doves, We won't be able to see the tricks and the obstacles in our way. We'll get off course and lost in the spiritual journey, and that's not good. But we also have to be cunning. Cunning means our eyes are wide open. We see the tricks and the pitfalls, and we avoid them, so that we all always walk the path that leads to God. And so the Magi, they set out, and they find Jesus and Mary. It says, they opened their treasures and offered gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, these gifts clearly are prophetic. They tell us exactly who Jesus is and what his mission is, what he will do in this world. Gold symbolizes kingship in the ancient world. Only people of royalty wore gold jewelry or crowns. And so, it symbolizes Jesus truly is our king. Frankincense is a very special incense that is only burned in the temple in Jerusalem by the high priest to worship God. And therefore, it symbolizes Jesus truly is God, the second person of the Holy Trinity. Myrrh was an ancient burial ointment that you used to anoint the body before burial. Well, that tells us how Jesus's mission will culminate on the cross. And so, all three gifts tell us who Jesus really is. Jesus is the Son of God, he is our King, and he'll reign from the throne of the cross. And through his passion, death, and resurrection, the universe will see that Jesus is our sovereign King. But take it to a deeper level. These gifts that the Magi offer Jesus are the gifts of the very best that the Magi had to offer. Here's another lesson that we can apply in our journey. When we set out and we found Jesus and once we have found him give him the very best that you have just like the magi did the best of your heart your mind and your soul your will and your intellect the best of your time and attention hold nothing back Jesus truly is our king and therefore he deserves nothing but the best from us At the end of the story it says Having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed their country another way. Here's the last lesson that we can take from this story. Like the Magi, when we encounter the presence of Christ in our life and we have given him the very best that we have, we will walk a different path. No one who comes to Christ ever goes back the same way. When we encounter Jesus in our life, Expect to change. We won't be the same person. We will change. We will be a better person. We will think a different way, act a different way, make decisions in a different way. Friends, the story of the Magi is really our own spiritual story, our own spiritual journey in which we too, just like the Magi, are seeking Christ in our life. First, we have to be attentive just like the Magi, each and every day. We have to always be scanning, analyzing, looking for the presence of God. Once we see that presence, act upon it. Don't dawdle or put it off. When you act upon it, expect to be challenged. But don't be afraid. We have the power of the Holy Spirit in us that can overcome anything in this world. When you find now the presence of Christ give Christ the very best of who you are. Hold nothing back. And like all who have encountered Jesus, you will be a different and a better person because you have Christ in you. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.